Welcome back, everybody, to the Jets Way podcast. It's Jake and Sean back again for another week. And Sean, here we are meeting on negative terms. I'm sure we have a lot to say tonight. How are you, man? I'm all right. I mean, I'm not too good after Sunday, but what can you say? I mean, we'll get into uh, what I said last podcast about the uh, score prediction, but it's it's what I expected, but it just reinforces what we've been saying for a long time. What a joke. I mean, you got the third stringers almost for the Niners out there completely kicking the snot out of our starters. This is first-class embarrassment. They have two healthy receivers at the end of the game, two healthy ones, Braxton Berrios and Josh Malone who I didn't even know was a real person until like a couple months ago. <laughs> I mean, what an absolute embarrassment this was. And I knew as soon as the game – literally, as soon as the game started. What, what was that, three seconds? Uh, first play of the game. It was over. No, Not an exaggeration. Untouched, Raheem Mostert. What – I yeah. And Adam Gase, the clock is ticking. He's on borrowed time, man. I would get rid of him now. I really would. By week eight, he needs to be gone. Because we need to figure out if this quarterback is the problem or not. I don't think he is. We'll get into him. But by week eight, man, he's got to go. He has to go. See Darnold without Adam Gase. Know what you got in him. I'm 100% on board for that. I hope. I really do hope that happens. I don't think it will, but I really do hope that happens. Because the, the offensive play calling these last two games have been horrid. And we have a young quarterback who he definitely played better uh, – week two than week one, but we have a young quarterback that has nothing around him, all the injuries and stuff to wide receiver. We have no depth whatsoever at that position, and it's really going to kill the team, I think. Dude, that fourth down, let's just get into the first thing that drove me crazy in this game. I would have went for it on that first uh, drive on fourth yeah, down. I would have went for that. I yeah, 100% I would have went for it because that's no guts right there. Adam Gase is looking for excuses. He gives up as soon as things go not according to plan, it's over. Time to sit down on the bench and pretend like you're working and just give up because that's the easy thing to do, and that's why he's a loser. He's a career loser. He's a losing head coach. He, I, a Peyton Manning was this, hey, enough of Peyton <laughs> Manning. Enough. Enough. Just it's, it's just gotten so old, man. It's every single week. It's the same garbage with him. The play calling has just been abysmal all year. On fourth down and one, he gives the ball – to Josh Adams, who came off the yeah. practice. Fourth and one, biggest play of the game, gives it to Josh Adams. Frank Gore actually specializes in short short yardage running. Mm-hmm. He's a short yardage back. Like That's why you brought him mm-hmm. in to join the team. And you give Josh Adams his only carry on the biggest play of the game for you on offense. That's cluelessness. Yeah. Greg Absolute Van Roan had an awful game. Like He had a, a few plays where he just completely misses block. Oh, he's brutal. Absolutely brutal. I, w- I miss Brian Winters. That's how bad he is. He stinks. Yeah. That guy is – I would rather have Jonathan Harrison playing guard. I'd move McGovern to guard. Right now, I know McGovern's hurt, uh, of course, right, because yeah. that's, that's every guy we sign. <laughs> I would bring Jonathan Harrison back, put him at center, <clears throat> move McGovern to guard, our offensive line's upgraded. Because this guy, Greg Van Roten, is horrible. I don't care where he went yeah. to school, Chaminade, St. Anthony's, whatever Long Island Catholic high school this guy went to, he stinks. Stinks. Yeah, this is pretty much for the whole NFL, which, like, injuries are just, like, crazy right now. 
And it's scary how many injuries the 49ers had. We couldn't do a thing. And that's just crazy. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up injuries because the excuse of injuries is not, not applying this no, year. To exactly. Because everybody's hurt. So Everybody. that's, 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 no, that's no excuse. Every team's hurting. Every team is hurt. Yesterday was a perfect example. Bosa yeah. goes down. Uh, the uh, who the running but Mostert, Thomas. oh Mo, Raheem Mostert, who we made look like uh, the second coming of yeah. God yesterday. He did he to us down. again, but we got bailed out by uh, holding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Holding. I'm surprised it wasn't us committing the stupid penalty. Me, I was. We had. Oh, shocked. Speaking of stupid penalties, I want this guy cut now. All right, Henry Anderson. How stupid oh do you have to God. be? We're finally. It, we, it's ridiculous. It's still a game. They finally get off the field on third down, bro. And this guy gets called for a roughing the passer. The only time this guy yeah. breathes on the quarterback is when he's getting a stupid penalty. What a joke. Yeah. Gone. Cut he's, him today. He's due for like one bonehead penalty a game, and it's ridiculous. What an idiot. I just that That's what that is. Just pure idiocy right there. So there's that. But anyway, the Niners, they have all these injuries, right? Mm. Bosa. Mostert, Sherman, Holman, Sherman coming into the game. Kittle, uh, it's Thomas, who you brought up before. I'm mm-hmm. sure they're. I'm sure we're met, uh, their starting quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo. I thought <laughs> Nick Mullins was looking pretty competent against us, right? So there's that. So we have all those things. Meanwhile, their backups are whipping our starters from post to post. But injuries only apply if you're Adam Gase. Doesn't work like that, man. Where's the Niners' excuse? Exactly. They making excuses yesterday when they're whipping us on the road too. They're coming from another coast, and they still completely kicked our heads in. He's got to go, man. No if, ends, or buts. It's just a matter of when, not if. I agree with that for sure. It's just when, not if. I don't think it'll happen midseason, but crazier things have happened, dude. I'm telling you, if every game goes like the first two, oh he's yeah, I mean he has to be going by mid-season. to go by midseason. There's no way, bro. I will say this: if there is fans in the stands, oh my god, can you imagine yesterday's game? Oh man, the booze would be raining, raining. This, Fire I think, Adam Gates chance, maybe. I'm telling you, I I have this weird feeling if fans were at that game yesterday, this guy might be gone today. Really? Because they give in to what the fan, the Johnson brothers, no, they care what the fans say. That's some stupid myth that they don't care about what fans, maybe last year he didn't care what fans say. But I know Woody Johnson does with John Idzik. Everyone wanted him gone. Every, a lot of the fans wanted Tannenbaum gone too. But like, it's not unjustified. So it's, like, you know. It's not. With Tanny, it was. With, with Idzik, absolutely not. He, he should have been gone. Oh, hey, that's not what I'm saying. Idzik, it was definitely just that. But this guy, I think this guy is worse than Idzik was. It's he bad, is yeah. terrible. Bro, if you watch these other teams play football, I watched, I watched the Chargers and Chiefs game yesterday, right? Yeah. This guy, Justin Herbert, has never taken a snap in his life in the NFL, preseason or in the pros. Joe Burrow, too. I get it. He's a number one overall pick, but Sam Darnold's a number three overall pick. He's not far off. And they both look way better than our guy. And you're, those two without a preseason look way better than Sam Darnold does in his third year. Yeah. I'm not going to say you're wrong. It definitely looks like a different brand of football. But Gase is just terrible. Like, I wonder how much it really is of like Sam, you know? 
you know, I do. Here's what I want to say. There was that one throw he made to Braxton Berrios. That's all off scripted. That has nothing to do with Adam Gase. That just yeah. tells me, man, that there's a player inside of this guy. He's not this dink into every play. How many third downs do we have to draw plays where the guy isn't even close to the sticks? Everything. Everything. There's just no aggress- no aggress- aggression whatsoever. They asked him after the game, why didn't you take more shots downfield? He goes, we didn't have the players for that because uh, Perriman got hurt. What the? That's just giving up. What? Is yeah. that not giving up or what? Like, please explain to me what that is. That is pretty much, yeah, that's pretty much giving up. That's like just laying down and taking your L pretty much, which is unacceptable in the National Football League. So what week do you give him the season? I think he goes the full season, but I hope for something earlier if this keeps up. Dude. It's bad. I can't, I, I can't watch this every week. There's no way this can go on the entire season. They're going to get blown out again on Sunday. And then they're going – dude, if they lose it, this is the game where I look at. You ready for this one? Mm-hmm. Looking way ahead. If the Denver Broncos come in here on a Thursday night game on a short week with Jeff Driscoll and blow us out, he's gone. Because then they have ten, they have a little, they have a longer week before the next game. You can make the coaching change after a Thursday night game. I'm just saying, if they start zero four, losing to Jeff Driscoll, a backup quarterback, and getting blown out, he's gone. I think he's going to be gone. That's four straight that. blowouts. One of them to a backup quarterback. Who do you think uh, would call plays? Jim Bob Cooter, the running backs coach. He Bob has playing experience because Loggins will be right out there with Gase. He's gone too. Yeah, 100%. His little uh, make, make Bob assistant. Co- make Jim Bob Cooter, who Matthew Stafford really liked. Remember when they – didn't when they hire Matt Patricia, they kept Jim Bob Cooter as the offensive coordinator because Matthew Stafford liked him a lot? I'm really not sure. Because, I, I mean – Peyton Manning loved Adam Gase. That shouldn't that guy. Matthew Stafford, I guess, is just chopped liver here. Like, like it, it's honestly insane when you think about the Adam Gase-Peyton uh, Manning connection because, first of all, that offense was insane. And then they had one of the best quarterbacks of all time throwing the ball. So a, a quarterback. What do you really expect? Yeah, a quarterback who people say could be a coach. It was What, what coaching did Adam yeah. Gase do? That was probably exactly. Peyton Manning running the show. Yeah. My goodness. My goodness. You know why I got to give a quick shout-out to you? You're going to laugh at this one. You ready? What is the the guy with the career day? Number 95? I have to give credit where it's due. I knew Quinnen Williams was on the football field yesterday, and for reasons other than stupid penalties. He was a monster. Bro. He looked pretty – he looked good. (laughs) I have to – I have to – I have to – I have to be objective here. Now I still would trade him. I still would. <laughs> I still I still would lean towards him being gone. But yeah, he looked good. If he could do that for the next couple of weeks, uh, maybe I'll have to say an apology to him on the show. Until then, I need to see him more than a week. I mean, how many times did these bust draft picks have big days for the Jets? I, I know Jay Samaro had a, a couple of touchdowns in a game one time. <laughs> Stephen Hill was another. So Quinn Williams, you're not off the hook yet. We're gonna need a couple more weeks, but congratulations! You you looked like a you looked like a third overall pick should look. What what's that? What what number game was this for his career? What do you mean? What number game? It was probably well. What game? You know, 
it took him he's how many games? I mean, yeah, I mean, fifteen. That could have been like his, yeah, maybe fifteenth or sixteenth game. And I so think he's one up in, there in the entire league for sacks and tackles for loss. Yeah, so one of one in every fifteen games, Quinn Williams, you'll show us you're uh, you're out there. You exist, other than hitting he's the quarterback young, when the play's over. I know he's, he's young. Still I'm just young. I just hated the draft pick so much. That's that's my biggest problem with him. That's really it. That. Any other uh, thoughts on this debacle? Oh man, um, what other positives were there besides Quentin Williams? None. I mean, yeah, there really were nothing. None. I'm really trying to think. There were none. At, at, like there was, I guess that Braxton Barrios catch at the end of the game when the game was over. Yeah. I, they really didn't play well. Oh, that, can we talk about another bum? Well. I am so sick and tired of this guy, too. Chris Herndon. Yeah, oh, my God. Cool. Dude, our fan base loves to anoint these guys for doing nothing. This guy, Chris Herndon, what has he done in his career? He had a solid rookie season, but his hands just oh. look like stones sometimes. When was that? Two years ago, he had a good season, a decent season. Without Adam Gase, mind you. Without Adam Gase, I mean, that Sam is true. Donald, Sam Donald and Chris Herndon's best season. And Adam Gase loves Chris Herndon, too. He actually wants him on the team, it seems like, as opposed to everybody yeah. else that can play football of at, at least an average level. He hates every. He hates all the guys that can't play. You notice that? Uh, lo- he hates all the guys that can play. Loves these guys that can't are either too old or can't play. So this guy, Chris Herndon, after he fumbles last week and costs us the game, catches a touchdown there. Who the hell knows? I, I mean, we, he should have caught it. It was right in his hands. What a – he's – dude, Ryan Griffin last year looked pretty good. I put him back out there. This guy Herndon is, a, is yeah. a liability. I mean, they have to run like two tight end sets with the amount of wide receivers that we have now because it doesn't seem like Perryman's going to play, which, of course, he's hurt. But I saw some stat on Herndon and like tight end blocking for the Jets, and Adam Gase is using him the most to block oh when he's best God. as a pass catcher. Oh, so yeah you know that's how season's going god blocker this is what this is what this is what it is man it really is but i will say this he can't fumble or drop any passes when he's blocking so (laughs) some silver lining there and of course i'm gonna bring this up again for the second week in a row robbie anderson looked pretty damn good for the carolina panthers on sunday again another hundred yard day and a touchdown Nah, we don't need him. We don't need him. He did. He did I don't just, know if he had a touchdown, but I knew he had a big day. But we don't need him. Yeah, just add him to a list of players that have uh, escaped Adam Gase and have gone on to have good careers. <laughs> I don't blame Gase for that, though, man. I blame Joe Douglas for that, for being cheap and being unreal. There was no reason, with all the cap space that this team has left, why are you not bringing Robbie Anderson back and bringing in Brashad Perriman, who is a career scrub? This is what this guy is, people. A scrub, always hurt, bricks for hands, doesn't get open consistently, not a good route runner. He stinks. Why? Because he looked good in training camp against our terrible corners. Oh, my. And they are terrible. My God. They, <laughs> dude, dude, stink. But <laughs> it's bad. That's on Joe Douglas because every move he makes is great, though, according to our fan base. He made one good move this entire offseason was Makai Becton, I guess. And they should have drafted Judy still. Oh, yeah, Mekhi Becton was another bright spot, too. He looks good. Yeah, he, he does look good. I'll, he looks he like looks a comp. Good. 
He looks like a competent NFL left tackle, but they still hey, they still should have drafted Judy. I I don't care. So no way. Yes, why? Yes, why? You see, you happy no with Malone as our as our uh, wide that's receiver? Not gonna, that's not absolutely not. I'm not happy with that, but that's not going to bring us anywhere. We would have a garbage left tackle and Jerry Judy. We would still suck. Let me ask you something. Is, is Sam still running for his life with Mackay back then as his left tackle? Mm, I mean, you get that he's ball. Judy, any difference? You get that ball in Judy's hands right away. Hey, we have to see. We have to still watch for Mims to come back. Yeah, I'll, I'm. I'm almost writing him off too. You can't. You I can't am until he's because actually it's the Jets, off. dude. It, I am because that's that's exactly what my friend said to me the other day too. He's like, "Oh, we haven't seen Mims play yet. He's hurt. You, you he's hurt. Like, how's that Adam Gase's fault? Is, is is are you bringing Gase back for another year? We can't write him off yet because all these guys are hurt. We haven't seen it. No, no team has an excuse of injuries this year because a lot of teams are injured already. So there's really no excuse for that. And Gase cannot have that two years in a row. So why can't I say Mims is, is a bust already? Because he hasn't stepped on the field yet. Well, Gase hasn't coached a fully <laughs> healthy team yet. He's coached in Miami, and he's coached here. He's looked the same. That's it's time that's for fair. him to go. That was the right answer I was looking for. You know how many fools give that excuse for, oh, the yeah. team's not healthy yet. And, uh, yeah, he didn't bring in his players. Well, he, he brought in his own players with the Dolphins. He had control over the 53-man roster. I still can't believe we hired this man, but that's just an, another discussion for another day. But yeah, Mims, dude, uh, I don't know. He's, he's, looking, wait, he's looking like a Devin Smith, Stephen Hill. Until I see otherwise, Stop. that's what I will carry. Yeah, bro. Why should he I think? He hasn't played a snap for us. But yet. why should I think wait. he should be any different than those guys? When you see him play and he starts to look bad, then you could say that. Oh, I. I I don't I hope I'm wrong because I like the kid coming out of the draft, but it's every single time in the second round. Hurt, stinks, hurt, stinks, cut. That's how it goes. So I hope we'll I'm wrong. See. Maybe I and I and whenever whenever people would say that about Devin Smith, Stephen Hill, I would say, hey, he's still young. He's still two strikes, man. I can't. T- you see what I'm saying here? I've seen this movie before too many times. You can't do it. The rest of the rookie draft class, though, again, did absolutely nothing. Yeah. But Douglas did great, though, this entire offseason, they told me. And we didn't need Robbie Anderson to come back. Jamal Adams, I wanted him gone. That was, I guess that was something they did well. But, by the way, he still can't cover anybody that we saw on Sunday night. Two yeah, first-round picks. Two first-round picks were getting burnt by a oh, how, 33-year-old Edelman. He has to be now. He's got to be old. He's been around forever. Yeah. So, I guess that. So, you're, you're still in on Joe Douglas? He's, he's still the guy? I'm, not, I'm still waiting for results. But I'm even-keeled. I'm not too positive. I'm not too negative. we got to wait for results and for these players, these draft picks. He's signing. Aren't you just, like, done with all wait? Aren't you done waiting, though? I mean... What what do you really expect Douglas to do? What I expect him to do is keep Robbie Anderson. I mean, I that's too much to ask. That, but like, would that really? That's not taking us the next step. You know, what I'm saying obviously it would be great and to have is... Robbie. No, it's not. But he's like, you got to give it time. Like, I'm not judging the draft class off two weeks, bro. Yeah, uh, I mean, well, Zaniga's hurt. 
a backup quarterback when we needed receivers and the, the draft was littered with receivers. This man's drafting quarterbacks, quarterbacks when we supposedly already have one. I don't know. I hope we do. I think, I still think we do. I think I'm telling you if this guy, Darnold, we saw it yesterday. How great does Ryan Tannehill look? Yeah. How, good. Everyone said every, the big excuse was, Oh, he went to the playoffs with Ryan Tannehill as his quarterback. <laughs> he looks maybe, good. Huh? Maybe it was the other way around the entire time. So, yeah, I, I'm done waiting. I'm sick of this garbage of wait and trust the process, process and culture. There, there is none of that. Until I see it, there is none, and that's that's the bottom line. And right now, ev- everything he did has not worked out so far. Besides, I guess Becton and and the trade. Yeah, you're definitely not wrong. I I just miss Robbie, man. He looks good, man. He is He's good. Used the way he should be. And we signed Brashad Perryman. If you let Robbie go, like let's say they went out there and got Hopkins, Diggs, or traded for Odell. All right, yeah, let Robbie go. But Brashad Perryman. Yeah, brutal. Oh my God. A career bro- all we do is get the bus of the Ravens and the Eagles. That's all we do. <laughs> Terrible, man. But, dude, moving forward though, what do you want? What do you want to see from this team moving forward next week against the Colts? You're Adam Gase. What do you tell this team? If I'm Adam Gase, what do I tell this team? Yeah. What do you What do you say to them? I mean, what I'm trying to put myself in Adam Gase's shoes. He probably has an awful, like, talk before the game. Probably doesn't <laughs> have one. Yeah, yeah. He probably doesn't even have one. Probably so you're Greg Williams. So what do you do, though? Like, let, let me rephrase it. If you're Adam Gase, though, you just say, would you just play next game like the Super Bowl or you just, you're going to keep doing what you're doing? Or what do you think? I mean, you got to tell the guys we need to win. We've been playing like garbage. This is on me. I, would, I mean, he has no accountability, so I don't oh. expect him to ever take accountability. Um. So, like, he has to just say, like, put those two games behind you and stuff like that. But I don't really have faith in him motivating the guys but we just have to see this offense go but the wide receiving that it's just, it's bad because like we're going back into another sunday of uh low expectations no expectations yeah this receipt they didn't bring anybody in for a workout i didn't did you hear anything <laughs> today but they in the office where did uh hakeem butler wind up going the better yet better yet you're gonna love this one the Panthers practice squad. Wow. So him and Robbie can flourish together, and we'll have uh, <laughs> Josh Malone. Josh Malone, Jeff Smith. That, that, that's and that's Braxton Berrios. I actually – yeah, he kind of stinks. You're right. But, like, that's where I'm at. I, I'm, I mean, I'm he's not, not terrible. I mean. it, see, that's the problem we have is that we're sitting here saying Braxton Berrios is not terrible when he is terrible. He's terrible. He's not terrible. Is he on any other team besides ours? Who was he was cut from the Patriots? Cut. Do we have anybody on our receiving depth chart that hasn't been cut by a team before? <laughs> Crowder? No, Crowder wasn't. I cut. heard the Pats liked him. I heard the Pats liked him, and we're shocked that the Jets claimed him. Oh, they they really liked him, all right? Which is why they gave <laughs> they a chance him to thirty-two yeah. teams to pick him up. Come on, man! The Pats. One of the Pats ever cut a guy, and then were I guess Chris Martin wasn't cut, but. I mean, just typical, 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 typical. And everybody on the depth chart now, yeah, Perriman's been cut. 
I'm sure this Josh Malone character has been cut once or twice before, right? Like, where, who is that? <laughs> I, have, I have no idea who Josh Malone is, where no. he came from. No, absolutely none. Jeff Smith, who cares about him? I know he's hurt. And Vincent Smith, the immortal Vincent Smith, should be returning soon. Mimza is a rookie. It's just terrible. It's just a cast of outcast characters is that nobody wants. And we and Joe Douglas sat there. This is what I'm trying to this is what I'm trying to tell you and all of our listeners. Don't fall for this salesman BS that Adam Gay sold to Woody Johnson. This guy, Sean, just put put this to put this in perspective, he sat there this offseason and said, you know what? Darnold in his third year, you know what he needs? His best receiver can go. We're going to bring in Brashad Perriman, a career bust. We're going to draft a rookie in the second round who had drop issues. That's great. And, uh, yeah, Jamison Crowder. And a, and a tight end who hasn't played in how how long? I mean, how long was Herndon? Did he play it all last year? He played, like, one game. Played a few snaps. And we're going to sign – yeah, we're not going to sign Jack Conklin, the elite tackle free agent. We're going to get George Fant, and then we're going to get no interior – premier free agents that guy glass now whatever his name is that went to the lions nope we don't need him we're gonna get this greg van roten character for pennies yeah he should take the next step you see what i'm saying here like you're not alarmed at all by that just this whole scheme is it it just failed miserably already in week two and we're we gave this guy a six-year deal and you trust him making two first round picks this year you're absolutely right it is alarming but like as we can definitely say between these two weeks and last year, it's the offense is what is holding this team back. I mean, the defense didn't play good uh, this past week either, but the offense is the problem. And who's calling the plays? You know what I'm saying? I, I like should what be getting said, a though. lot more out of it. Yeah, I like what you said because that defense definitely goes out there saying, what's the point of trying? Yeah. You think that's like a real thing or do you think just the defense is – not play. I can. I think they play for Coach Williams, but you can only play for Coach yeah. Williams so much. Exactly, and you can only play at that intensity for so long. So when it's late in the game and you're getting, you're on the field so fast because yeah. you know Gase uh, does a uh, two halfback draws and a slant. But you know where football is going. Yeah, I digress, <laughs> dude. I'm telling you. Week four, if it doesn't go our way, once we get blown out this week by the Colts, week four, if we get blown out, I think he's gone. But you're still Woody should fly home. Woody should fly home from wherever he is in the UK. I don't know, and do it himself. That would be that would be legendary. I'd be back on yeah. for Woody Johnson. I wouldn't be saying <laughs> I wouldn't be saying sell the team anymore. He flies in ice cold. He's like, Gase, you're gone, bro. If, if they now fire, you're gone. The, if the Jets fire Adam Gase, man, it's been a really bad year for, I'm sure, a lot of people out there. Jets fans Myself, would celebrate. Yeah. Like, it's been a brutal year. Horrible. That would be the highlight of it. That would make the year so much better if this guy got fired and got lost now. Now. There would be a, there would be a huge celebration from Jets fans. It would be a massive win. There's no way, dude, that they possibly think this guy – is the guy there's they can't think that still that i'm convinced they don't actually think yeah. that i have faith in joe douglas that he's just uh smart enough to know that makes one of us i don't i'm not there yet after this draft class after Bashad perriman 
He's going to need to wow me this offseason. And this guy, Christopher Johnson, is calling him a brilliant mind. Adam Gase, that is, you're saying. Yeah, brilliant yeah. mind that we talked. Dude, brilliant. Brilliant. That was the term. So, like, I don't have faith in Christopher Johnson to really think that, but I do have faith in Joe Douglas per se. Yeah. Let me ask you something. When Christopher Johnson watches, do you think he watches the rest of the league? He has to. I mean, maybe he honestly doesn't. Like, you could be right. Like, maybe he honestly doesn't. But if he does, how could he be saying these things? Bro, I, if I was Joe Douglas, I'd say, hey, Chris, uh, come here. Let's sit down and watch a game together. And they sit down and they watch, like, the Chiefs, the Rams, the Ravens. The car- oh, how great do the Cardinals look? Oh, we didn't need Cliff Kingsbury, though. We needed Adam nope. Gase. Nope, didn't need him. So those, those teams, elite offenses, and they watch them. And Josh McDaniels called a great game, too, last night for the Patriots. No, we didn't. No, no, can't have him. They watch those teams play, and then they watch the Jets play offense. I would say, hey, it, let's let's get a little bit of that. That's brilliant. So what what do they call that? If they call Adam Gase brilliant, what's that? Immortal? Godly? <laughs> Horrible. That's what it is. Yeah, that's terrible. And it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to be a fan of this team. Like I am generally, generally embarrassed to be a fan of this football team. Yeah, they horrible. are. They are awful. They're horrible. They're awful. Um, I was just going to ask you, how would you feel about uh, Josh McDaniels hire? No way he'd Lure, ever, ever, lure ever. him away. Yeah, no, I would take him though, hundred percent. I would love Josh McDaniels, but there's no way he would come to the Jets. I think Belichick. Belichick would would rather. I don't know. Uh, you think Belichick would allow him to come to the Jets if he said Josh McDaniels said no to Andrew Luck and the Colts? You think he's coming to the Jets? If they make him an offer, he can't refuse. I don't think I there's enough it. money in this world for him. I really <laughs> don't. But I don't think that's the guy I would want to pay a lot of money to. Who would you be could do guy? better than that. If, you can, if you're going to be offering money like that, 100% you could do better Who, than Josh McDaniels. Who's your dream guy? Oh, my dream guy is Jim Harbaugh. I love Jim Harbaugh. I think he fixes yeah. any single pro. Maybe the Jets wouldn't be instant Super Bowl contenders, but I know I do know one thing for damn sure. That program, it's getting turned around, and they will become – they're a 500 team as soon as Jim Harbaugh walks in the building. Fairly confident because that's what he does. He fixes every single program he goes to. Maybe they don't win it all right away or they don't win it all at all, but he's going to fix that program. And hes I think Jim Harbaugh would be what Parcells was for the Jets back in the day. I really do. He would get that program in the right direction. That's the minimum. But if I'm being realistic, it's Eric Bieniemy or a Joe Brady. Those two names, if you want to get outside the box, bring in a proven guy, say, hey, Jim, uh, leave school. Here's all the money. You can be the king of New York. Come on down. But anything other than that, but if they go out there and they hire, like let's say, who's like a head coach that's going to get fired at the end of this year in the NFL? They can't do that. They just they can't do that again. Stuck in another coach cycle like that. They got to hire nope. someone new. Or, or like someone proven. Or that's like a coach before. Like a offensive coordinator, like one of the realistic options that you gave. I can't wait till they fire this guy and we have our show where we talk about candidates. Oh, yeah. That's going to be the best show ever. That'll be the happiest I've ever done. I've ever podcasted with you before. It was when we're talking <laughs> about a new coach. We can finally start yeah. playing some football around here. Or like the Adam Gase's Fired podcast. You're going to be really oh, happy. God. 
that would be – I'd be ecstatic. I really would. But who, you, you agree with those names, or you got anybody else at, in mind? Um, I, I just saw because they were talking about, about him on um, NFL Live before, but the um, Titans offensive coordinator. Uh, I'm not really sure what his name is. It's, it's like Arthur something, I'm pretty sure. Maybe his last name's Arthur. Yeah. Yeah, I, any type of offensive mind in here that isn't Adam Gase has me a little bit sold. But, yeah, I could say, listen. Arthur any type, Smith. Any type of innovative offensive mind, I don't know who it could be, but any type of offensive mind is an upgrade. Anybody. Jim Bob Cooter's an upgrade. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe not. Basically, like you said. Bro, Jeremy Bates is right, but I got another one for you. How about Brian Schottenheimer in the game he calls for the uh, Seahawks? Yeah. Shot, they, they all blame Shotty back in the day. That team, Those teams were well coached. I don't care what anybody tells me. Rex, Shotty, Westoff, that's a coaching staff. Oh, yeah. Rex was like the ultimate like coach's uh, coach. Players coach, bring, I mean. I would bring him back. Oh, Rex? Oh, I would love Rex back. I would 100% bring Rex back, but it is what it is. Those three names would get... Would you, if the Jets brought in either of those three names that I mentioned to you before, like, would you be in? Would you be ready to go? Would you be pumped? I don't know about pumped. I'd be a lot happier than... Oh, I would Gase be being through the roof, dude. Through the roof. Can you imagine if the Jets get Joe Brady as their head coach and they draft that guy Chase to... from LSU? Oh, yeah, but... I would have to see it first. Like I'm not gonna let myself get pumped. Yeah, you know? uh, I'd start popping the, the bottles right away, man. Really, a hundred percent, man. And you know me, I'm very realistic, man. I really am. But I'm telling you, if they if they brought a Harbaugh, forget about it. If they brought Joe Brady in here, the offense would be saved right away. The offense would be saved because this is what these people do. Every offense they go to is a good offense, and not just ones with Peyton Manning as their quarterback. Yeah, I wonder how much life would be different if we got Cliff uh, Kingsbury. Way different. We'd be scoring points. Look how good Teddy Bridge. There's no reason why Teddy Bridgewater should be looking better than Sam Darnold. There's so many quarterbacks out there. There's no reason why they should be looking better than this guy, but they are. You're not wrong. I'm convinced if, if Patrick Mahomes came to the Jets and played with Adam Gase, the Jets are, are uh, below 8-8 eight eight team, below 500 team. <laughs> that, honestly, that honestly wouldn't surprise me. Seriously, seriously. Yeah. Imagine if Patrick Mahomes was dra- if Patrick Mahomes is drafted out of college to Adam Gase. Do you think he's as good as he is right now? No. Is is he start? Is he a starter today? Like that's what I'm talking about here. Coaching <laughs> matters, and I want people to understand that. But Sean, we're gonna wrap this up now. I know. <laughs> We had a lot to say. We will be back on Thursday for another episode. Adam Gase is the worst, needs to be fired. That's the summary. Any parting words for our loyal listener, Sean? Hang in there. If you're a Jets fan, just hang in there. Hang in there? Literally just hang in there, man. I'm holding on for dear life. We all are. We all are. But, Sean, be good. Enjoy your week. And as always, as we like to say here, <laughs> Go Jets.